The Telegraph has got a story up right now on the website, dailytelegraph.com.au, about harassment hotspots. Okay, so digital mapping technology is being used to highlight where in Sydney women experience the most harassment. Plan International Australia is behind the project and its chief executive, Suzanne Lagana, is on the line now. Hi, Susan. Thank you for your time. Hi, Mary. Um, okay, so what is this app? F- I mean, I kind of get the idea of what it's for, but how, how have you developed it and how do you kind of um, rationalise what are uh, harassment hotspots, given that, you know, there's varying degrees of harassment? Yeah, sure. Okay, so this is a, um, some global research that we're doing. Sydney's one of five cities that we're doing this research project in. The others are um, Delhi, Madrid, uh, Lima and Kampala in Uganda. And the technology has been developed with young women and you basically put in an interactive map a pin in a place where you feel either kind of safe and happy and that you like in a city mm-hmm. or you put a pin where you a kind of sad spot where you feel either unhappy or unsafe and mm-hmm. you can write a comment about your experience there. So, um, And is it kind of like an accumulative effect where, you know, if you have like 30 people kind of pin an area where they feel yeah. discomfort, then that kind of gives you an indication of, of that area's safety or lack of? Yeah, I guess what's happening is it's kind of crowdsourced, I suppose. Yes, so yes. people put the pin in and so, yeah, you get this kind of picture of some areas or you get a whole lot of people going, oh, that happened to me too, that happened to me too, or that's happening to me too. You sort of start to get a bit of a picture that builds up about some of the places that are the best places to be around and yep. some of the places that perhaps are the worst. See, yeah. as, a, as a man, I find it terribly sad that women yeah. have to resort to this kind of technology and this kind of mapping uh, to find secure places. I'd like to think that we can provide a city and provide a society that allows safe areas for all women. But as a father too, I'm pretty wrapped that you have developed this because, you know, I'd love to think that my daughter could access an app or a website to, you know, avoid some of the areas and know where those safe places are. Yeah, so the main reason that we're doing it, I suppose, is to bring attention to a whole lot of behaviour that might not be reported to the police because it might not be considered serious enough. But intimidating Um, or... Yeah, intimidating, menacing behaviour, the things that happen every day to women. And I guess by creating this this map, what we're kind of doing is showing um, actually what it's like in 2018 for a lot of young women and their experience in just daily life. One of the things that's really struck me is that girls as young as 11 or between, you know, sort of... 11 to 15 in their school uniforms are, are reporting cases where they feel harassed. And I kind of think to myself, this is 2018 in Australia mm. and girls should be able to just move freely between school and home without feeling like they have to be um, menaced or harassed just yeah. doing their daily life, you know? Absolutely. It's disgraceful to even think that a child or any woman should be, you know, feeling that way to the point where, you know, that they have to change their behaviour as a result of, you know, predatory behaviour of others. Well, that's what's happening. I mean, girls are telling us that in, in some ways what they've done is kind of internalised that if something happens, they will be blamed. Um, yes. People will say, what were you wearing? Why were you out? What were you doing? And so they're just opting out of participating in things in, in ordinary life. Yes. And the other thing they're saying is that when these things happen, a lot of the time others are around. So there is a role to play for, I think, um, a whole lot of us in the community who are bystanders to some of this behaviour to sort of call it out when we see it mm. or to offer support to the, those young women if we do see it happening so they don't feel that they are alone. And I guess, you know, we have to be kind of thinking to ourselves, what are men and boys thinking that they can continue in 2018 to kind of harass, expose exactly. themselves, be menacing to girls? Exactly. Um, 
It's, yeah, it, I mean, it that's got to change. It is absolutely intolerable. It, it can't be. And I think, you know, for you know, a guy like myself, you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a six foot one bloke, you know, I'm reasonably well built and I've never had any kind of feel uh, or a sense of intimidation. You know, I don't, it's not familiar no. to me the way it is to young women. Well, the most intimidated I'll be, quite frankly, is here at the Daily Telegraph headquarters in Surrey Hills when I go to get a coffee <laughs> and the hipsters make me feel intimidated by their yeah, man okay. buns. And, yeah, and, okay. Yeah, that's, I get it. I've, that's, got, I've got a very good picture in my mind. Yeah, it's terrifying. I don't know what it's. I try to order a coffee, and I don't even know what I'm saying. They just. Yeah, I can't. Cool. I can't understand what they're saying. I don't know what yeah. they're. Talking. But that's. Yeah. In all seriousness, though, like men, generally, we don't know what it's like to have those kind of mild levels of intimidation that then kind of have that predatory time behind it. Well, I think this is a really important point because I think um, one of the things that happened to us is that you know some of the young men in our office who were um, moderating the map. They, they were shocked. They I were bet. just saying, what are you talking about? Does this happen? And we were saying, go and talk to your friends. Go and talk to your girlfriends. Talk yeah. to your sister. And when they did, they were shocked to see how prevalent it was. So I think partly if we can get a bit of a conversation started, if you know, you, you do, if, if men do go home and have a look at the map and go, this is happening, that would help us, I think, to start to change a bit of the culture and the awareness. Because once you see it, you can't sort of not see it. And it could be a, good, a really good too, uh, thing too, I think, Suzanne, to have people like myself who, you know, uh, men in the community who, are, if we are aware of that we are in one of these hotspots where poor behaviour exists, if we see mm. it, then we can say, hey, cut it out, because we would know that it's, you know, kind of adding to an accumulative effect. But just very quickly, are you able to point out, like, you know, one of the good spaces in Sydney and potentially one of the, the poorer places in Sydney for intimidation of women? Yeah, so um, some of the sad spots are things like, it won't be surprising, perhaps King's Cross, uh, George Street around Town Hall, yes. um, around Wentworth Park, and a lot of public transport spots people are talking about um, intimidating sort of behaviour. Some of that mm. train stations, bus yes. stations. Yes. Um, some of the happy places where women are reporting they feel welcome and safe include Circular Quay, particularly on the ferries. Oh, that's um, good. Yep, Central Park, some of the unis, and Oxford Street, where yeah. you've got a whole lot of diversity going on there, is a place where girls feel really safe as well. You know what's really nice? Go to the library. They always make you feel welcome. It's so funny. Yes. You just go yeah. there and it's, sometimes I'll, I'll go to the library and I'll say, I can't even read. I just like to look at the pictures. And they go, that's okay, Merrick. We'll get a beanbag yeah. for you. Very accommodating. Yeah, it's, nice. it's a safe place. Yeah. Listen, it is a great thing. Uh, I think that, you know, if you, you can give women any indication of where they're able to you know, find uh, a safe place and also for them to avoid um, poorer places like that, then that would be a, a great step forward. It's sad that we have to do it, but unfortunately it's a necessity. Uh, I've been speaking... Sorry. Yeah, great speaking to you. I was just going to say the other thing about it is it makes women feel not alone because you can sort of think that it's just a one-off situation, but when you look at the map, you realise actually something more systemic is happening here and we need to change it. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's Plan International's Chief Executive, uh, Suzanne Legena. Thank you very much for your time. And if you want to find out more, have a look at this. It's interactive right now. You can go to the Daily Telegraph site, dailytelegraph.com.au, and have a look for yourself. News doesn't have to be boring. The Brits have given Prince Harry a new nickname after yet another tell-all interview. Oh, God, is it the ginger winder? <laughs> Let the team at news.com.au get you up to speed each day with their podcast from the newsroom. A couple were busted joining the Mile High Club. Well, I guess they can't fly virgin anymore. Politics, sport, red carpets, royals. Get all the goss in just a few minutes. Follow from the newsroom wherever you get your podcast from.